This is Arizona Financial Talk with Aaron Ezelt from First Guarantee Financial. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Aaron provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Arizona Financial Talk with your host, Aaron Easel. Hello and welcome back to Arizona Financial Talk. My name is Aaron Easel from First Guarantee Financial. And if you'd like more information about what you're going to hear in our show today, please give us a call at 480-284-6393 or toll free at 866-393-7799. You can also visit us at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. And while at my website, click on that radio page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or to set up a face-to-face meeting because we can accommodate that as well. Now we're ringing in the new year and the surest sign that the new year has rolled around is the pronouncement of New Year's resolutions. For many people, resolutions include losing a few pounds, cutting down on their screen time, or getting to bed at a better hour. While those are perfectly good resolutions, you may want to make a few financial New Year's resolutions as well. And we all know that 2020 was a tough year for many Americans as well as American businesses. But personally, I'm choosing to look at the silver lining that 2021 is going to be the year when it all turns around. And what better way to spark that turnaround than by making some changes to how you manage your finances? Now, before we resolve to address New Year's resolutions, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who's outstanding no matter what year it is. How are you today, sir? <laughs> yeah, I'm outstanding. I'm outstanding in a field. Is what right I there. Am. Yep. Like there a scarecrow. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm doing well. Uh, and you know what? I have to say that uh, I'm eager to leave 2020 in the rearview mirror, uh, like mm-hmm. you're saying, and embrace 2021. Uh, but how about you? How have you been this new year? Are you keeping busy, Aaron? You know what? I mean, uh, it seems like it because we're 12 days in here and... Uh, it's just been, with everything going on, you know, it's it's going at a faster pace than normal, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I like your optimism. I think it's going to be a better year for most folks. Uh, I, I don't see how it could be as bad of a year for most folks. we got to look at the glasses half full and, and be optimistic. And focusing on these financial New Year's resolutions, I think that's a great topic and a great way to do that. And I know you'll be very informative. We'll also, maybe we'll have some fun, right? So let's get to it. All right. Well, it sounds good to me, Tony. An excellent CNBC article is what we'll start with first. It's 10 financial New Year's resolutions to set now and achieve in 2021. It has some really great insight. Now, according to a poll cited in the article, when asked about their financial New Year's resolutions, 49% of people said they wanted to save more. 33% said they wanted to improve their credit score, and 31% noted that they wanted to create a personal budget. Let's begin by looking at saving more, which tops both the poll and the article's list of financial resolutions. While saving more money will always require a fair amount of personal discipline, there are a number of great tools that can help make it a little easier. 
You can boost the amount you're kicking into your 401k, make automatic transfers to high yield savings account, and identify ways to eliminate unnecessary spending. All good choices, all good options. Well, you're right. I, I mean, this is important. And now I have a question. How do credit cards factor into saving more money? I mean, after all, credit cards are a necessary financial tool for a lot of people, uh, but they can cause a lot of problems as well. That's a very good point, Tony. And while we should use credit cards conservatively, there are cards out there that you can use to your advantage. For example, Many of the market's most popular cards offer legitimately good rewards like cash back and frequent flyer miles. Long story short, if the occasional use of a credit card is part of your budget, make sure you're using one that has advantages beyond just making it convenient to buy things. Okay, that makes sense. I think that makes perfect sense, and I think that's good advice. I mean, many of us probably have a steady stream of credit card offers coming in uh, both email and traditional mail, and well, comparing rates is, I think that's something we should do, uh, especially before you sign up for a credit card. Uh, a little research to find credit cards that do have those useful and attainable rewards. I think that's a prudent financial move as well. That's a good one. Very true, Tony. Well, the next good financial New Year's resolution is improving your credit score. You know, can't uh, say that enough, how, how much this will improve your life as well. It's no great revolution to say the better your credit score is, the smoother your overall life will be financially. If your credit score is currently below 700, raising it should be one of your top priorities in 2021. You can improve your score by paying the full amount you owe on time. AutoPay is a great tool to help you do this. If you have debt, paying it off as aggressively as possible could help you raise your score. And finally, when it comes to a healthier credit score, you should limit the number of new accounts you open and reduce your overall spending. Exactly. And I think there are plenty of online tools to monitor your credit score. And I know a lot of banks and credit unions also provide credit score monitoring. So luckily, it's easier than ever before to keep an eye on it, right? Yes, sir. That's a great point. Uh, also closely monitoring your credit score can help ensure that no surprises have a negative impact on that score too. The next financial New Year's resolution involves closely monitoring something else, your spending. Crafting a personal budget is a great idea for the New Year. Budgets can sometimes feel like a pair of handcuffs, but at the same time, they're a useful way to keep yourself on track as you build your way towards retirement. Begin by noting your fixed expenses like your rent or mortgage, cell phone and internet costs, groceries, gas, and etc. Compare those fixed expenses against your income to determine how much you can reasonably spend on dining out and entertainment. This is also a great way to easily identify places you can cut back on some of your spending. Yeah, and I think these are very achievable New Year's resolutions. When, when you first told me that the topic was New Year's resolutions, I panicked because I thought we were going to spend the show talking about how I need to eat less pizza and exercise more. Well, uh, baby steps, baby <laughs> steps. But when you said financial, I'm like, ah, okay, this is better for me. I can handle, there you go. I can handle this. Uh, baby steps, like you say. Well, uh, this is great. We're talking about financial New Year's resolutions and how you know embracing some of them makes it easier to reach your financial goals this year. I think it's a great way to get our listeners financially ready for the rest of the year. How would you like to uh, continue? What do you have for us next? 
Well, the next potential solution from the CNBC article, 10 Financial New Year's Resolutions to Set Now and Achieve in 2021, is to entirely pay off your credit cards. Now, as the article notes, a little more than 60% of Americans have at least one credit card, and the average balance is nearly $6,200. With those numbers in mind, it's easy to see why getting out of credit card debt is a high priority for many people. One potential solution is to consolidate your credit card debt onto a balance transfer credit card, which may offer zero interest for as long as 21 months. Not having to pay interest on a $6,200 credit card debt would enable someone to pay it off much faster. Right. And I think it's also a smart play to meet with somebody like yourself, uh, Aaron, a financial services professional, to talk about ways to relieve some of that credit card debt as well as other debts and put a plan in place for that. Uh, what do you sure. have for us next? Well, we'll stick with credit cards for this one, Tony. But we'll touch on the importance of paying on time. Certainly, a balance transfer is a good tool for getting out of debt, but the most powerful way to use it is to pay off your balance before the end of the 0% rate. To utilize this strategy, make sure you know all the various terms, especially at the end date of that 0% interest window. Once you know that date, you can draft a plan to aggressively pay it all down before the interest rate kicks in. And then, once you get that balance to zero, you can still use a credit card for the perks. Just make sure you're paying off your full balance every single month. And, and go into that. Why is it so important that we pay off that full balance every month? Well, I'm glad you asked, Tony. A few reasons, actually. When you consider that your payment history is the single most important component of your credit score, it's obvious just how important it is to pay off that balance each and every month. Perhaps most importantly, paying off your balance every month benefits your credit score by reducing what's called your utilization rate, or the amount of credit you're using versus the amount of credit that's available to you. It also reduces your interest rate charges and the fees that may pop up when you carry debt from billing cycle to billing cycle. Yeah, and I think these suggestions make a lot of sense. Of course, if you can't pay off your entire balance each month, you should at least make a minimum payment. You don't want to miss a payment or be late on a payment uh, because you, you want to avoid getting hit with late fees. And uh, there's also some penalty interest rates that can apply. Very true. Yeah, nobody likes those uh, penalty fees. That's very important. Yeah. And I'm right there with you on that one. Late fees can add up in a hurry and they just make it harder to get yourself out of a hole. I think there's one other important financial New Year's resolution, though, when it comes to credit cards. Don't open any more of them. It can be tempting to open up a new card, especially when you're inundated with offers, but it can also be a bad idea. And we should note that there's no fixed number when it comes to how many credit cards you should have. It could be two or it could be a half dozen. It's simply a matter of how many you can safely and conveniently manage. Yeah, which is which is one or none for most people. <laughs> uh, no, I, I mean, obviously, like you say, everybody's <laughs> case is different, but you do have to be careful. Very dangerous. I mean, I think most of us could probably resolve to tighten up our financial strategies in 2021. So this is a good discussion. And the good news is there's some simple but powerful ways to get it done. And I think this is a, a good time to talk about that. And, you know, financial New Year's resolutions, these are ones that you can keep and you can make achievable, attainable goals 
and you know depend potentially improve your finances in the in the new year so what do you have for us uh, next what's next well all of these financial new year's resolutions are designed to help position you achieve your retirement goals so for our final portion of the show i thought we'd change things up a bit and talk about retirement i recently came across a very good kimplinger article with a headline that I have to confess made me chuckle a bit. If retirement planning sounds Greek to you, you're on the right track. <laughs> I th think it will be a great reference for us today. I interesting. So does this mean you're going to hit us with a little philosophy? To a certain degree, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Okay. Now, I don't really consider myself to be a philosophy scholar, so to speak, so I'll try to keep this light. But the article notes three ways that Aristotle's teachings can help you get a fresh perspective on your financial strategy, particularly as we continue to deal with the fallout of COVID-19. Now, I asked the same question you might be asking right now, just what does Aristotle have to say about building a strong retirement strategy? The answer is more than you may think. Now, his concepts of ethos, pathos, and logos, which may have been around for thousands of years, can still be very beneficial. Well, it, wow, I'm just, I'm surprised you're going there. Aristotle, uh, I'm mostly thinking two things right now. First, I'm not sure where you're going with this. And second, <laughs> I can't wait to find out where you're going with this. Well, let's get it then. <laughs> uh, let's look at ethos, which means character first. When it comes to building your retirement strategy, you need to have absolute faith that your plan has complete credibility. For Aristotle, the article explains the purpose of ethos was to inspire trust in the audience he was addressing. So when it comes to ethos and your financial services professional, let's focus on four words, trust, competence, empathy, and commitment. Do you and your financial services professional trust one another? If you don't, the re that relationship can't move forward. Next, do you believe your financial services professional has the experience, know-how, and talent to help you build the kind of retirement you truly want. I do. Very oh. good. <laughs> you weren't asking me, you were asking the listeners. But yeah, those are good questions to ask. I mean, trust and competence are extremely critical when it comes to working with a financial professional like yourself, Aaron. And, and I like where this is going. What about empathy and commitment? I know you have commitment and I have trust with you, but the empathy thing is what I'm worried about. Well, in terms of empathy, it all comes down to whether or not you and your financial services professional both have rock-solid belief in your retirement strategies. And commitment is really about you. Are you willing to completely follow your strategy all the way to the end while also being flexible enough to make needed adjustments in a timely manner? In a survey referenced in the article, almost half of those responded said they're feeling more financial stress now than they did when the pandemic began. Clearly, that kind of financial stress can increase the risk of overly emotional decisions that may shred even a strongly designed retirement strategy. All right, I think I have ethos down then. So what can you tell us about pathos? Well, translated pathos can mean both experience and suffering. And Aristotle would use this technique to make an emotional connection with his audience to build their passion. As pathos relates to your retirement strategy, you should think about four words, persona, passion, purpose, and path. Persona is who you'd think you'd be in retirement, 
and passion is what you hope to learn about yourself and discover about the world once you've retired. Yeah, I think th- those are great words for retirement, persona and passion, uh, because as you've described them, they remind us that retirement can be the ultimate adventure. Uh, how about purpose and path then? Well, your purpose is taking that passion and using it as a path during retirement. And the world path simply refers to whether or not you'll stick to the strategy you've built as you wind your way through retirement. You can think of the four P's of pathos as the building blocks of your ideal retirement so that you can eventually write your own retirement story your own way. Well, I certainly feel like I'm getting a feel for Aristotle now, which is something I thought I'd never say. Uh, So (laughs) what can you tell us about logos then? That's what we have left, right? Logos? Well, I really love the word logos because it means logic or reason. Aristotle took these ideas and used them to have reasoned conversations. For retirement strategy purposes, this is where you'd apply your own logic and intelligence to your strategy. You can better understand the concept of logos with four words, expectation, balance, reason, and advice. Now, expectation can help you determine if your current retirement portfolio will support your retirement dreams. Balance means ensuring your retirement assets have a balanced risk and reward. Now, the word reason applies to whether or not you have a full understanding of just how long and costly your retirement may be. And advice is all about making sure you and your financial services professional are hearing one another. Yeah, that's critical. And that's certainly taking us out on a high note. I love that uh, Aristotle comparison uh, to retirement. Uh, and retirement strategies and planning. And this has been a great show today, Aaron, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, we've covered a lot in this episode, Tony. You know, everything from Aristotle to credit cards. But if you'd like more details about any of it, I encourage you to visit my website, ArizonaFinancialTalk.com, or call my office number, area code 480-284-6393, or toll free at 866 866- Three nine three seven seven nine nine, and we can discuss how my team might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. Well, thank you so much, Aaron. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Arizona Financial Talk with our host, Aaron Easel. All right. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Arizona Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Aaron Easelt at First Guarantee Financial. Call 480-284-6393 or 866-393-7799. Or visit them online at ArizonaFinancialTalk.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Forethought Investment Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and services are offered through First Guarantee Financial, an affiliated company. Aaron Easel, Forethought Investment Group, LLC, and First Guarantee Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.